Hey everybody, Jesse here. Um, just wanted to hop in here at the beginning to give you guys a few quick, I guess, announcements slash warnings coming into this episode. Um, first things first, as you can see, this is a little bit shorter of an episode than we usually do. As you'll hear throughout the episode, we were having a lot of internet issues when we were recording the Beyond. We actually ended up having to uh, do it in two different sessions, which we've never had to do before. So it's a little bit all over the place. We also had to record this later on because... When we recorded chapter 10, we did it as a one-shot, and we were already recording for four or five hours. We were way over our usual time, so usually we like to record the Beyond directly after the session. Uh, this one was set out, like, I think we say, like a month or so after we had recorded. So it's not the most cohesive episode. It's still fun. Uh, we still talk about most of the stuff that went on. Some of the stuff we did end up missing, because, like I said, um, I was having a lot of internet issues, so we had to kind of piece together the best we could to come up with somewhat of an episode for you here. Um, I still think it's very funny. I still think it's a pretty good episode. So definitely stick around and check it out. You'll hear all kinds of behind the scenes scoops of the big fights and things like that. Um, so I think most of what you'd be tuning into this for is still going to be in there. So definitely still check it out. And if you have any specific questions, if there's anything you would like to hear us talk about that we didn't end up touching on in this beyond, um, shoot me a message on Twitter. And before we record our next session, we'll take a couple minutes to sit and talk about that. But we just kind of had to wrap it up super quickly so we didn't lose any of our audio and have to record this for like a third time. So yeah, that's the big thing as far as this goes. The second thing that I want to announce is that the schedule is going to switch up just very minorly for this coming week. And I think that um, it's actually something that most of you will probably be kind of excited about. We are actually going to be launching a little bit of a spinoff, and it's going to be releasing next Monday. So instead of going on to immediately to Chapter 11, we're going to be releasing something new for a couple of reasons. A, we recorded this a little while ago, and it's something we've been really excited about. We did a lot of editing for, um, and we just really want to get it out there. B, gives us a little bit of extra time after this kind of big arc wrap-up here for Chapter 10. It gives us a little bit more time to... Uh, get editing for chapter 11 and stuff like that and start banking some more episodes so it's hopefully going to be something fun that also helps us out so that it gives us a little bit more time to get prepped and start off fresh with chapter 11 um, but the episode that's going to be coming out next monday it is called behind the rollers so we're keeping with our little btr scheme here um, but my idea for behind the rollers i think i've talked about it on a beyond before but basically, I wanted to do something where I can kind of sit down, personalized, and sometimes maybe we'll have other people from the cast that are sitting in. But as of right now, we're doing it as like one-on-one -on -one interview style things um, where you get to learn a little bit more about the people that are doing these podcasts. And eventually, I would like to branch out and start doing it with other podcasters, but also people that aren't necessarily within the Dungeons & Dragons podcasting community. Like I would love to talk to like authors or gamers or you know tax associates like I don't like I don't care what they do I just want to talk to people that are excited about D&D &D, that love D&D &D, that love TTRPGs doesn't specifically need to be D&D &D, that's just what I know uh, I would love to talk to as many people as possible and just kind of the main goal is to keep showing the TTRPG community in a bright light I think that there's so many people that love this hobby that don't necessarily like to do an audio medium like we're doing, but that have a lot of wisdom and a lot of things to say about D&D. Um, and the main goal is just to do that, is to show it in a good light and to allow people that maybe don't have 
a microphone or a platform to do this to be able to come on and talk about something that they're interested in or for people that just strictly do you know maybe they stream D or maybe they have a DD podcast but they never really talk about themselves i want you guys to see who these people are behind the mics and things like that because at least that's something i'm always interested in i want to know what the people are that i'm investing my time and in. i want to know who those people are i want to know about them how they got into it what they think about DD, all that kind of fun stuff uh, but that's basically what it's going to be. And we're starting off with, um, I'm going to be interviewing everybody on our cast, of course. So the first one that I sat down with is I've sat down with Zach. We've already recorded it. It's already edited up. It was a really fun interview. Um, we talk about, obviously, Lork and Bright Strike quite a bit. But it's kind of a little bit of a format so you guys can get to know Zach a little bit more. Um, I've also already recorded Joe's episode. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and edit it. Uh, but we'll, we'll be releasing that later on, and then I'll be sitting down with Jimmy, and we'll release that later on. And uh, we'll figure out what we're doing with me, because the cast really has it in their mind that they want me to do a Behind the Rollers as well. And we just haven't figured out the logistics of that. Um, but if you are interested in being on Behind the Rollers, or you know somebody that you specifically think would be interested, or that you specifically want to hear from, please, please, please absolutely reach out to us. Um, I would love to start banking these, so I would love to get some interviews in, talk to some people, learn all kinds of different things. I would love to be able to do that, so definitely hit me up. I will warn you, uh, we have a very hectic recording schedule, and I'm a very like schedule-oriented person, so I can't promise that it'd be something that would be like immediate or something that I'd be able to like fit every single person in that does want to do it. Uh, but I definitely want anybody that's interested at all to hit me up. We'll chat. We'll figure out if it's something that we can do. And we will go from there. But yeah, that will be next Monday. And then the following Monday, we're going to kick off with Chapter 11. Um, that episode is already recorded. It's very, very fun. I think you guys are really going to like it. It's kind of a fresh start for us because we've been doing this whole like island thing for a handful of episodes. And it kind of starts us off on a new little journey. So I think you guys will really enjoy that. Um, once more, I apologize for the short episode. I apologize for the kind of unclean cuts in between things. Um, if you stick around till after the closing exit music, you'll hear a little bit of our struggles trying to get the audio working. I left that in as kind of a fun little thing. Plus Zach was whistling Christmas music and, you know, we're, we're almost in the Christmas season. So even though this was recorded like three months ago and it makes no sense that he was whistling that, I thought it'd be funny. I thought you guys would enjoy it. And I thought maybe it'd get you guys hyped to hear more about what's going on inside of Zach's mind. Because let's be honest, I've known him for going on going on 30 years now, actually. I've known him and I still don't know what's going on in that mind even after doing the interview. But at least that'll give you a little bit more of a glimpse into it. But regardless, thank you so much for checking this out. I hope you do enjoy it even though it's a little bit different than usual, a little shorter than usual. And tune in for Behind the Rollers next week. Behold the Roll comes back the following Monday. And then we'll be back on our normal schedule. So yeah, thank you so much and I hope you enjoy.
everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. As always, I am Jesse, and I am joined by Jim Gledhill. Hello, everybody. Joe Pinkham. So. And Zach Ledford. Hello there, young chaps. Well, until we hit Zach, we had the most underwhelming introduction in the history of this show, so <laughs> I guess it's probably good Zach mixed it up there, and by mixed it up, I mean did the same obnoxious voice that he does every third episode but because mm-hmm. zach's got three voices <clears throat> yeah he has three, three voices, voices for my his, three moods mickey mouse and a british accent <laughs> anyway um so per the usual we um fucked everything up and we recorded chapter 10 and we recorded like four hours of audio and it was sick and it was a really fun time we all mm-hmm. We all had a grand old time, and then we all went to bed, took a big nap, lived the rest of our lives, and then like two weeks ago, realized we never recorded the Beyond the Roll for this episode, and it's been like a month since we actually recorded it, so mm-hmm. we're here to give you guys the Beyond that we forgot to record, and not a single one of us have re-listened to the episode, <laughs> so we're going off of our impeccable memories and our impeccable notes which you all know, both of which are so, so good. Yeah, I'd like Zach to tell us everything that happened. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Yeah, what's Zach um, writing notes? Johnny Flame is still a prick. <laughs> That's from, yeah. like, legitimately yeah, three episodes ago. <laughs> oh, I wrote it again. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. And then... Um, Is this the one where we went to? We we were actually on Magella. Could uh, no, no chapter ten. I'm gonna break it down like this: chapter ten, beginning one, trees, storm, getting arrested. <laughs> but yeah, so we started off chapter ten, if I remember correctly, with um, a little bit of a beachside argument between Rock, Garol, and Damu with Sidroy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidroy discovered that they were on the island. They discovered that you all were with Sidroy, and you guys were kind of guilty by association for a few minutes there. But yeah, so what do you guys think about? You guys learned a little bit about like the. It was a quick, brief thing, and obviously later in the episode you guys learned more. But you guys got to start to hear a little bit of extra background politics from Evermore. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, politics and background lore stuff this episode yeah, it's starting to sound like the the whole square is uh, a bunch of douchebags <laughs> vaguely honestly it's definitely hard to to like to know to i don't want to say pick a side but to know you know what's good and bad when you just don't know what the facts are so mm-hmm. i choose rock side though i mean yeah. he's a stand-up fella that's true we even learned a little bit about the Fey Wild, like the Ozai, Ozai, Ozai tribe. Ozai, yep. Being from the Fey Wild originally. Again, these are like all notes that I very quickly took. So, yep. You got basically the long of the short that um, I honestly can't remember now if it was Damu or if it was Rocker Garol, but one of them told you guys the long of the short is that the Ozai tribe. Um, was originally from the Feywild. Mm-hmm. And for better or for worse, during a war with the um, Goliaths, 
the Ozai tribe helped the square fight against those forces. And the orcs were also helping fight that fight. And then according to Sidroy, the orcs turned on um, the square and started helping the Goliaths mid-battle. And that is why the orcs ended up being um, excommunicated pretty much and pushed out of the square into Hogsfeet. The Goliaths ended up losing, were pushed upwards into the Icelands. And um, you guys learned that a couple of the Ozai tribe were actually taken, captured as like basically war criminals and are currently still in jail in Evermore, presumably, um, from the way Sidroy was talking. But um, yeah, the Ozai tribe was originally a, because they're like a subclass of orc um, that originally came from the Feywild, but you guys Mm -hmm. didn't learn how or why. But basically their like subrace ended up in Omersia. They found their way to the square, tried to help out, um, potentially, depending on whose side you listen to, Rock. either turned on the square or were like not blackmailed, but um, so kicked out of the square. Basically they were set up to look like they turned on the square one or the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Depending if you believe Garol and Rock or if you believe Sidroy. Yeah, I had those notes exactly written. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. I didn't want to write it. Well, I knew Zach had them written down because he's, Mm -hmm. you know, the king of notes. But And then we got all that lore and then pretty much from there, like, all shit broke loose next, right? Yeah, I don't think you guys got all that lore on the beach. If I remember correctly, you got a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Flame was trying to get everybody's attention for a while and mm-hmm. everybody just kept arguing over him. And eventually, once he did get your attention, you all turned, saw this gigantic um, silver structure since you guys waited so long. I think you all did piss poor on your perception check. So literally all you <laughs> saw was that it was an enormous silver structure that crashed into the ocean from the sky and basically caused a natural disaster mm-hmm. where... <laughs> waves and tornadoes um little tsunamis started heading towards your island and you all had to run to safety which was supposed to be a little um miniature encounter that ended up being the episode i think (laughs) i think for the most part it ended up being the majority of part one and then you guys got a little bit of that lore once you were in the caves i believe but um yeah first you had to (laughs) Outrun the storm. I was thinking. Didn't we um, not hit all your encounter table? Didn't we only hit like two or three of them out yeah. of six? Yeah, I think so... you guys. <clears throat> we did the hole and the trees, but did we Definitely ever get anything else? I think I got six, think, didn't I? I think you got four of the six because I remember yeah. there were two that only triggered like once because there was like the jellyfish one. Oh, yeah. Um,. And then there was like some sort of like sand cloud that impeded your movement that you got once or twice. Mm-hmm. But the um, amount of times we hit the tree, though, that was so <laughs> funny. I, did we take damage from the three tree, or did it just make you prone? It t- you took damage. It it hurt you and knocked you prone. I was yeah, I was almost that, dead at the end of the counter. I was thinking this, Zach. Didn't you take that feat, or didn't you get an ability when you take damage, you can like teleport ten feet away? 
Um, I think I can go invisible or something like that, oh, okay. so that, that I can't be targeted. So that wouldn't have worked here. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was kind of like a little mini misty step thing, and I was like, man, that would have been great, just like teleporting extra feet. But I can't remember was, what it was. I was but being there was carried something... by wolf most of the time. <laughs> there was something that Zach did like halfway through the battle, and everyone was like. What the? F- Why didn't you do that oh, yeah. earlier? Or somebody casted some sort of spell and didn't he do enhance ability or something? Yeah, I did enhance ability. Yeah, yeah, like oh, that made our deck save. I made uh, like Wolf's deck save like way better or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. advantage or something. That's yeah. what it was. But good God, the amount of times that you guys got not only rolled the tree, but then got hit by the tree was so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, it was that- like. It was like whole tree, 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 whole tree, sandstorm, tree, tree. <laughs> I moved oh, in dude. short distances. I so I went thirty feet, sixty feet, fifty-three feet, seventy-six feet, sixty-five feet, hundred and twenty-five feet, hundred and forty-three feet, hundred and fifty-five feet, and hundred and eighty-five feet. And then I, I'm assuming I made it to two hundred. But honestly, the encounter ended up being way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Because mm-hmm. again, I thought it was just going to be like a smaller thing to get you guys like off the shore um but like my worry was that like somebody's speed was going to be ridiculous or somebody was going to have some sort of speed advantage so i mm-hmm. thought one of you was just going to get to the cave or cave or like two of you and then the third person was just going to be shit on repeatedly <laughs> but um <laughs> i really like that you guys kept using your spells to help each other yeah. and then like wolf became basically the um, he was carrying everybody at one point because of my lasso yeah. trick. He was the means of transportation at one point, and then you get, <laughs> oh yeah, Zach Nat twenty on a lasso. That made yeah, you no said I would have failed otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was. I just remember it made absolutely uh, no sense. He fell into a hole, and me and me and Wolf were ahead, I think. And I was like, oh, I just want to lasso him from yeah, I'm like even though I was up. in his arms, not facing the hole at all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm good. Should have said two nap twenties. I should have. <laughs> should have pulled the nap pod. Disadvantage. Yeah. Lorcan knows how to use a rope. Hey, sure. rope master right here. Yeah. I guess so, man. <laughs> I guess so. But no, that was. It ended up being one of my favorite moments in the podcast because it was just so stupid. No, it was funny. Yeah. But you guys ended up making it off the. Off the beach, finally. Um, and then Joe, I think, was the one that warned Johnny Flame because you guys hit your other premonition that you got episodes yes. ago from your little wooden totem. Because I, I didn't even think of it. No, Joe caught on and realized what was happening and that that was the thing that everybody was running away from that you guys saw in the vision. Uh, and Johnny Flame ended up passing that dexterity thing so it saved him and sidroy um so that was sick good memory jeff mm-hmm. should have just let him die <laughs> there was a small part of me that thought that there was a there was a chance that either you were going to let him go or that he was just going to fall and then i was like it'll be interesting to see if they like how they try to rectify that but luckily it didn't happen <laughs> speaking yeah. of which i uh i remember not too long ago that I don't think any of us even 
mentioned so much as mentions whatever fell into the sea after that. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was actually literally oh, that's just normal, thinking. Whatever. <laughs> I was just thinking because Joe messaged me like a week or so ago. It was like, we never figured out what that thing was that fell into the ocean, <laughs> did we? And I was like, nope, nobody said a single word about it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> there were some pressing matters at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any, obviously you all rolled so poorly that you didn't get to get any hints at all, but do you guys have any like budding theories or anything like that? My theory is that we are in the time of the dinosaurs and it was actually the same meteor that came down and killed the dinosaurs. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? Uh, I have a couple. Um, I don't. I was, and they're not even really theories. They're just kind of. Can I clarify? Off. Mine wasn't actually a theory. I have no idea. <laughs> I, just didn't I, I assumed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but what? did the audience? Jeremy, I thought. I thought. I thought that would have been so cool. Fine, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to edit it so that like everybody's talking up your theory it's gonna be like oh maybe it was the dinosaurs and joe's gonna be like that's so cool and then we're gonna cut from there thanks guys yeah i mean jesse if you want to use it that's fine i mean if you want to change it it's pretty brave of you to assume that's not what it was so true it's really the only logical explanation for what happened Right. I mean, if we've learned one thing from my campaign so far, it's that I'm going very specifically off of our human timeline. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what were your theories, Jeff? Sorry. Um. So the first one is that. Well, I was kind of thinking that it was a silver a silver object that came from the sky, um, and that was very large. So I'm wondering if it was like a cel- a celestial thing. Um, or I'm also wondering if maybe it has something to do with the four heroes and maybe they were like transported and it, it, I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's a couple, but I mean, frankly, for having literally no clue, it's two very plausible yeah. <laughs> theories. I mean, I would say that's second and third above, you know, below meteor that killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's silly to even predict things now that you know the answer but like yeah. obviously good on you you know yeah right uh zach i heard ufo from you yeah it's a ufo mm. yeah extraterrestrial yeah do you mean like that. a like a real like our world ufo or do you mean like a meteor yeah or do you mean the literal terminology of unidentified flying object because technically yes it was a ufo because no, you guys it, don't know what like, it was like <laughs> our world like it's a spaceship Okay, okay. It's We're, got literal yeah. E.T. aliens. I don't know about E.T. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have, like, like the finger True. light up okay. thing. Okay. But, but, you know, definitely aliens, for sure. I don't know how to feel about, like, uh, a UFO like the Covenant. slash alien ship. It's D&D, so, like, obviously it could happen, but we don't know Immersia well enough to know if... The planets have been explored. So I'm actually kind of glad you said that, Jim, because that, that that actually I just came up with a third theory just now, which kind of adds on. But uh-huh. I'm wondering if there is an unexplored part of Emerger above and or below, like this, like below the sea and like maybe above the clouds, and something like 
fell from a civilization up there because I do remember in a past episode they said that not every they don't really explore much mm-hmm. for like safety purposes and to keep everyone chill. So I'm wondering if that's also something that happened. Or maybe I mean, it's I a think piece it, of the heavens. I mean, that's not a. I know you're saying it semi as a joke because of the look on your face, but like <laughs> that is a legitimate. <laughs> A legitimate option. Um, to Joe's point, that's something else that was discussed in this episode, actually, is I think Damu pointed it out when he was telling you, or maybe it was the previous episode when you guys had your big drug trip. Um, <laughs> but Damu pointed out that um, the square doesn't like to travel because it likes to... Um, how do I word this? It likes to present the square as being Omersia. Like, it likes to make you think that the stuff you know about is what there is to know about. And Damu basically told you that there is like an entire world that none of you know about. Cause he said that they've rode this turtle for quite a while and they go from like landmass to landmass and they know of different areas and stuff like that. So like, you know that there is a lot that is unexplored and that hasn't been told to you all, but like, obviously you wouldn't have any, idea of like what that means nor would it justify why a gargantuan silver object plummeted into the ocean right i like joe's theory though i liked the whole celestial thing that was a i saw your face light up when he said celestial because you were like ooh. yeah i didn't even think well my memory just sucks period so i didn't remember that it was like silvery or anything i actually didn't remember much about it at all other than that you saying it was a meteor um I, I I did not say it was a meteor. <laughs> um, Maybe it's a until this episode. Meteor. Sorry. Yeah. My yeah. Bad. Um, no, but that, that's cool. Hell yeah! But yeah, so you guys eventually made it to the cave, and you got your little lore dump, and um, from there, you guys started. I can't remember exactly what it was. Anyway. We had some technical difficulties and we're back. Who knows what the last thing we said was, so... Uh, About when we were in the cave is when we started? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got your big lore dump and um, Rock was going to bring you... I can't remember where you guys initially were going to go, but I remember Rock bringing you there. And um, then you guys got to a really big opening and you guys found what looked like a big pile of treasure in the corner mm-hmm. and everybody, but one person went towards that treasure. Does somebody remember who the one person was? I can't quite, can't quite remember it, Jim. I think it was Danny. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got, what did I get? Like a, it was, did it end up being the command spell or something? Yes. It was either yeah. command or suggestion. I can't remember mm-hmm. now. But um, you failed your check, mm-hmm. and they told you to approach. Approach. Yep. yep. I wrote that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> approach. And there was, uh, like, a hole in the side of the cave. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you approached, you found the crazed dwarf, whose name I've forgotten. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, have, a lot of na- I have a lot of names written here. Starts so. with an M. Mike. Nope. Mitchell. Wait, 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 wait. More 
more. Oh, fuck. oh I was it? way off. It starts with a K. It was Cleve. Oh, Cleve. Cleve. Oh, if you had That's said K, I, I would have known that. Yeah, that's why I got messed up. You really fucked sure me you up, would have. <laughs> yep, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me and my UFO comment that killed the dinosaurs. Douchebag. <laughs> that was Celestial. fun, though. That was fun doing uh, two battles at once. Yeah, dude, well, that was how the episode ended. How did you feel? Because oh. obviously, I feel like it would have meant more if we weren't immediately recording part two. Mm-hmm. But how did ending part one with the... Uh, being trapped by yourself how'd you feel about that uh it's always pretty scary especially um sorcerer like is not Mm -hmm. that is very squishy so um, at least you weren't very far away because i feel like there's a thing in D &D where Mm -hmm. when you get like separated from people but you're like towns away yeah versus just being like a couple hundred feet or whatever it was because i think at first they didn't even notice that i was gone but um once, like, they were there, and, like, I think Lorcan was trying to blow a hole in the, like... I think I was trying to point at you, and that's when we noticed you weren't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, like, knowing, having them, like, there and, like, in earshot definitely made it a more comfortability. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if I was, you know, alone, not able to talk to them, not unaware of what was, was going on, I think it would have felt much more scary. Not that it wasn't scary, but, you know. Yeah, I just know it was, like... I feel like it would have been way different if this was the actual end of an episode where mm-hmm. we were going to wait like two weeks mm-hmm. because the end of the episode was um, them going to investigate that like treasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And from above them, one of those like giant hatches opening up and then just seeing two pairs yes. of eyes staring at them. And mm-hmm. then you being stuck in the room with Cleve who drew his uh, scimitar that was eerily similar to yours, Mm -hmm. which really set up the encounter that was going to follow. But yeah, you got some cool like lore on some of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Both battles were, I can't remember if anybody like went down during the battle. If anybody, I think the closest person, you were the closest person in the party to going Mm -hmm. down. And then um, I know Rock wasn't looking good for a while because in my head, there was part of me that almost thought Rock was going to be the like sentimental favorite that goes down because Rock's mm-hmm. kind of the voice of reason for everybody. Mm-hmm. And obviously Rock and Lorcan ended up having a really good relationship. Um, <laughs> but but um, is this yeah, the episode I think... where they kissed? I know that if yes. it was, that was my bit later. But <laughs> was that this episode or, or part two? I mean, it was. Yeah, it was sorry, I'm just 10. kind of chatting all of it. Sorry. Yeah, it was definitely chapter ten. But um, mm-hmm. but no, the battle I thought was really fun. I'm kind of. I wish I would have added in a little more to. If I could do it again, I would have added in more to. Um, the big battle because i feel like you had a really good one-on-one with cleave because there was a lot of lore and then like Mm -hmm. you learned a lot about the like voice talking to you and it was like a very intense just throw down fight it didn't go very long because you did a lot of Mm -hmm. damage and he did a lot of damage Mm -hmm. but um i i would have added like maybe i would have figured out a way to take out like either johnny flame and sid roy completely or take out rock and girl completely and then add in maybe a element of 
um, chaos. Yeah, like more like maybe more rocks fall or yeah. something like have something that was more dynamic because it, it ended up just being kind of a slog of everybody attacking the two giants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that like it was funny because i remember there was a lot of back and forth between like sidroy trying to run away and everybody being like mm-hmm. sidroy go help him and he's like i'm definitely going to help him and slowly walking <laughs> towards the door yeah. and wolf's like sidroy <laughs> fucking sidroy so i remember it ending up being super funny but um i just i probably would have done it that way i don't think i'm gonna i'm gonna try to stray away from having so many npcs around in the battle but the way we set it up it didn't make any sense for them not to be there Yeah. yeah i also remembered why you guys were following rock it was because he was going to meet up with damu and the rest of the tribe yes is he a robot to anybody else again? Yes. Oh, Almost sweet. worse than the last time. Actually. Yeah, like I can't even understand him. Perfect. Oh, but like now I can. <clears throat> sweet. But um, <laughs> I just said that I remembered why Rock, you guys were following Rock, was because he was going to lead you to Damu and the rest of the tribe because they had a meetup place, but then it was blocked off. So you guys were going to cut through that big opening. But um, I think that's what I would have done is I would have... If anything, I think what I should have done is maybe got you guys separated from both groups. Yeah. So maybe have it that Rock and Garol were separated, Johnny Flame and Sidroy were separated, and then Jim was in the cage and it was Wolf and mm-hmm. Lorcan versus the two giants, and then slowly like have Rock and Garol break through the wall and then have Sidroy and Johnny Flame be introduced, but make it like a roll. Like, have you guys roll, like, a D4 or something and... See how many rounds until they come or something. Yeah. I like that. But, Um, I mean, we're all still newish to this, so, I mean... For sure. And this was kind of... I knew... Because, like, storyline-wise, I knew that it was going to be a big episode, and then it was going to be Chapter 10, which is kind of like a milestone-ish episode for us. So I knew I wanted it to have big fight feel, so I thought... I was like, oh, like, it'll be sick, because it'll be, like you know, a group versus these two giants, Mm -hmm. um, which is like a sick visual, but I just think it dragged out combat more than it needed to be dragged out. A lot more turns. Who knows, though? Like, once it's edited and everything, that might not sound quite as bad. So, I mean, I definitely felt like it felt like the most, you know, biggest and, Mm -hmm. you know, the best, the, the most, the high stakes fight that we've had so far, you know? I mean... We fought a bugbear. We fought a few other things, you know, but like, I don't this know, that definitely felt... pigeon was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and those trees really almost took you out. Yeah. <laughs> the trees are probably the most dangerous we fought. That's true. Literally. But no, I remember, I do remember like, really, really liking your scenes with Cleve because mm-hmm. there was a little bit of back and forth of you like trying to learn from him while yeah. also trying to. Like trying to talk him down, but not nearly (laughs) as much as some of your other opponents. Yeah. And kind of giving into wanting to fight with the saber and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or scimitar, rather. Yeah, I've been having fun with that, like going Mm -hmm. back and forth. So I thought that was really fun. And then we got uh, Wolf and Lorcan working together super well with the NPCs. So I thought that was really fun, too. We got Wolf giving uh, Garol the cross that you guys took from the orc from the ship who ended up, you found out her name was Niha in this episode. Mm-hmm. And we had that scene of 
um, you looking like back at Sid Roy and then seeing her stand up behind him with the crossbow, which uh-huh. I thought was a really fun visual of like mm-hmm. just very cinematic, like, oh god. <laughs> um but she that ended was a up good decision. Yeah, she ended up helping you guys because she got to talk to Damu uh without you guys. So then she came to not help you as you found out because she doesn't really like you. She ended up liking uh Wolf, I think, near the very end. But yeah. well, and Lorcan. Yeah, she ended up liking Wolf, so <laughs> and Lorcan. But um yeah, she basically came to save Rock and Garol from what you guys found out. But um but yeah, Joe gave away the crossbow for the fight and then ended up giving it away permanently. But <laughs> That's cool. um I just remember Garol was doing some damage. I and, think oh yeah. I, I think on her turn she did like thirty six something like that damage. Yep, and it was that made the fight go way different. I think. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, you guys want to wrap the Beyond up super quick? Yes, I don't even remember what we were talking about or where. Yeah, we don't were. worry, I got this. Okay, cool. All right, and we're back. Uh, we've been having nothing but technical difficulties, so. We are going to wrap this up, and I'm sure we'll talk about anything that we missed in the next Beyond. Um, but for now, I don't want to lose everything that we've already done. So, does anybody have any last-minute things? I don't think we got to touch on any of the like items that you guys found near the end, but I'm sure those are going to pop up pretty soon. So, um, do you guys have anything else you wanted to throw in before we wrap this bad boy up and hope that it we don't have to record the whole thing again? Shit. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're going directly to the close. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Good enough. Good enough for me. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, sorry for the little bit of a shorter episode. Um, my internet's been absolute bullshit for the last couple of days, and clearly it hasn't been fixed yet. But hopefully by next time we will be back to our quality quality product that you've all grown to know and love um but until then we will see you next time on beyond the roll say nope that's how we end the normal behold the roll shit shit (laughs) i thought you were just gonna throw up the piece joe i'm like joe just because you're eating wendy's doesn't mean you can't interact with the fans (laughs) douchebag joe shit hold you Shithole Joe, damn it. That night, or crossbow, rather, sorry. I gave you. Hold on, hear me, Jim. You gotta stop talking. You gotta stop talking. Asshole. Yeah, I guess I could have said it a nicer way. You need to stop talking, DM. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do this. No. How about now? Say a sentence. Cool. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. I'm sorry. No. Oh. I miss that. Me too. Me too, buddy.
Is that a Star Wars reference? Is it just Zencaster? Ask me about my wiener. Can you guys not Ask hear me? Ask me. Um, you're just robot a little bit. Yeah. What about on Facebook, though? I have no idea what you said. You're frozen also, your video for me. It's rude. Oh. oh. He's not frozen. Rude. Say something. No. No. Say something and I'm giving oh, on you. I'll tell you what. On uh, on Facebook, Zach, Jimmy, and Jesse are all like, all your videos are going spinny. No, mine's fine. Mine's fine. Mine's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? So the only, yeah, so I can see Zach and Joe clearly and I can hear them clearly, but Jesse's video keeps freezing and he's still a robot to me, but I can see Zach freaking like, I'm still a robot though. Hmm? I am still a robot. Yes. Yeah. Oh. This is sick. Yeah. We're definitely only recording the beyond tonight. All right, let's go back to Zencaster. <laughs> what about now? Still a robot. Fuck. <laughs> what was that thing that we always used to argue about for the Christmas song? In the meadow we will build a snowman. Maybe later we can build a snowman. No! No! <laughs> I forgot. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, Is Jesse still a robot? He's Probably. Not he's not Zencast anymore at all. Oh, he's not. Is he still on? He is still on video, I think. No. I can see his head moving a little bit. Shut up. Wait, so what does that mean for this audio? 